Hi guys, before we start this new episode, you've heard me mention my kiddo, how she's always asking questions, making messes, just absolutely full of energy. Well, I found a productive and educational way to channel all of that. I found Mel Science. Mel Science is a subscription service that offers monthly science boxes, which combines hands-on experiments with VR and AR technologies to engage kids in studying science. They strive to make serious science accessible, interesting, and cool. They help nurture children's natural interest in science by giving them fun, hands-on experiments to engage serious, detailed explanations to learn and VR and AR technologies to dive deeper. My daughter is going to be doing the coding option, which teaches kids coding skills, get this, without a screen, yeah, and there's not just coding, there's chemistry, physics, even a professions category to introduce kids to different career paths. You can check out melscience.com or you can find them on Amazon too. And super exciting for the next month only, Mel Science is providing T and Gemstone listeners with a 60% discount for the first month of any subscription. You can get the discount by following the link in this episode's description and just use promo code SCIENCEGEMS when you sign up. This offer is limited and will be active for only one month. Check out the episode notes for the link to get started. Hello, hello everyone. Hi, I'm glad you found your way here. This is Tea and Gemstones, your shiny podcast home for anything and everything to do with jewelry, gemstones, and precious metals. We discuss everything from the psychology of gemstone shapes, how a diamond necklace helped bring down the French monarchy, $100 million gem heists, and lighter fare, like a four-part series detailing the history of gold and its connection to mankind in terms of motivations of economy, wars, religion, science, and treasure. But, you know, casually. (laughs) I recently did an episode that confronted the hotly debated topic of Are watches jewelry or not? Spoiler alert, insurance companies say yes. (laughs) Oh, excuse me, who am I, the person taking you on these auditory explorations? My name is Jen. Jennifer, if I'm feeling fancy, which, you know, I frequently am these days, I think in an effort to counter my four-year-old daughter's, her efforts to make a mess everywhere she goes. I am a lifelong sparkle enthusiast who likes to wear her diamonds to the grocery store, and I believe a lot of life's joy comes from looking closely at the little details. If you're enjoying the show, please consider leaving a rating and a review on your listening platform, especially the sneaky minks of Apple Podcasts. The direct feedback from you, the listeners, is all that keeps Tea and Gemstones alive and discoverable in the Apple algorithm. Oh, One other bit of administrative news, Tea and Gemstones is now on Patreon, so if you're craving more than one new episode every other Tuesday, head over to Patreon and look up Tea and Gemstones podcast. You can get access to exclusive Patreon-only episodes every month, as well as show-branded merchandise and more. Okay, let's go ahead and get started with this week's episode. This is a Jessica episode, Jewelry You Should Know About. 
In these episodes, I highlight a designer or a shop or an event you may not know was out there in the world of jewelry and gemstones. My previous most recent Jiska episode broke down the history and modern details all about the world-famous Tucson Gem and Minerals show. If you missed it and want to scroll back through the feed, you can check it out. For this Jiska, I wanted to talk about a shop I first started following back in 2017. I had just had my baby and was at home going through all the physical and emotional things that come with just having a baby and I set out to make my Instagram feed be the most happy, sparkly, beautiful thing ever so I could browse it whenever I was up in the middle of the night or whatever and just needed an escape into the jewelry world. I browsed a few vintage and antique jewelry hashtags and it didn't take me long to discover the world of Dear Rose with Love. First, they are based in Scotland, so the time change was amazingly in my favor that when I was up in the wee hours of the a.m., Joanna was four hours ahead and already posting beautiful things. The whimsical shop name comes from the idea that nothing is more personal than a gift of jewelry. The Rose name was taken from Joanna's grandmother, who went by Rosemary. Ah, The shop is run by the husband and wife team of Joanna and David. Joanna told me her first memories of jewelry were from her grandmother. I think of a lot of us, a lot of us sparkle enthusiasts have someone in our lives who influenced our affection for jewelry and gemstones at a young age. The shop's Instagram feed is where I first fell in love. The way Joanna poses her items in such, it just feels so personal and romantic It is as if you're getting a peek into a very chic woman's jewelry box rather than looking at an item in a virtual catalog. The item listings are, they're they're little scenescapes. They are so deep. The soft layered flowers in the background, the ring posed in a vintage velvet box. That box is perhaps on a golden coaster with a little bit of lace peeking out from the corner. The shadow of a fern leaf just visible while a chain drapes across a mirror. Seriously, I browse through the Etsy page or the Instagram feed and it is just food for the eyes, nourishment for my soul, especially when like my kid has spilled food on me all day and I haven't had a shower. I want to look at beautiful, tranquil jewelry. But the scenes don't overwhelm the vintage and antique jewelry items. If anything, they put the jewelry in context to capture the complete vibe and lifestyle the shop imbues. As the romantic nature of the shop's name implies, the antique and vintage jewelry wares sold are of a profoundly feminine nature. Lots of animal motifs, rabbits, birds, foxes, of course flowers and nature like delicate vines or thistles. I really like the focus on nature. I've seen the shop offer adorable yellow gold pig pendants on chains, sterling silver stag necklaces and pins and charms of sheepdogs, cats, and horses. Opals are frequently featured as well as soft colored gemstones like aquamarine, amethyst, topaz, and of course diamonds. One thing the shop likes to find are rainbow rings rows of sapphire, topaz, or crystal capturing the happiness of Roy G. Biv. 
But among the abundant filigree of Art Nouveau and the luster of pearls, there is an adorably darker motif the store features often. Skulls. Now, skull jewelry isn't far away from the philosophy of Dear Rose with Love. Push the images of heavy silver biker rings or plastic earrings from Hot Topic out of your mind. These yellow gold and silver pieces are usually adorned with diamonds, rubies, emeralds, or other gemstones and are directly from or done in the style of what's called memento mori jewelry. Memento mori is a Latin phrase translating to, remember, you must die. Doesn't seem right away like a super appealing idea to turn into jewelry, right? Well, in the late 16th and all through the 17th century, icons of death, like, yes, skulls, but also coffins, crossed bones, weeping willows, tears, and even real human hair were very popular to be incorporated into jewelry. The height of popularity was during the reign of Queen Victoria of England, who famously spent the four decades after her beloved husband, Prince Albert, passed, wearing only dark dresses and mourning jewelry. And what the queen does, the general population wanted to do it, including wearing memento mori jewelry. These are not depressing pieces meant to trigger sadness. They are beautifully rendered in precious materials like jet, onyx, pearls, and gold to remind the wearer of the preciousness of life, to value its fleetingness, and to seek comfort from God in times of hardship. I really love this concept, and I plan to do a deep dive into morning jewelry on a future episode. I have seen many a skull ring pass through Dear Rose with Love's shop. As of the time of writing this episode in late March, there are two skulls listed on Etsy. One is a pendant carved from deer antler and sporting bezel eyes set of deep red garnet. In the item description, it's mentioned that in Georgian and Victorian times, skulls were worn in celebration of life and to encourage the wearer to live life to the fullest. If you have $585, this pendant could be yours to celebrate. The other skull currently waiting for its new home is even more spectacular. It's a vintage piece that could possibly be a conversion, like a stick pin or a pendant that is made into a ring, but it's impossible to tell. Side note, that's another thing I adore about this shop. They are so upfront with their descriptions. You know how frustrating it can be when you're browsing on Instagram and over and over you see the phrase DM for price, DM for price, message for price. Well, at Dear Rose with Love, they put the price right there, front and center. The Etsy shop makes it clear. They price fairly and never have sales. They never try and gloss over any details or make an item sound more fanciful than it is. Truly, they put everything out there. Concerning this one-of-a-kind skull, aren't you so curious about it now? It is possible to be sure that this ring is crafted from 9 karat yellow, gold, and silver and features pink-toned ruby eyes. It could be yours for about $1,200 as of the beginning of March. It's still for sale. Okay, those skulls are great, 
But when I was messaging back and forth to Joanna about this upcoming episode, I asked her, what do you consider the most epic, amazing piece you have ever come through the shop? She replied in less than five minutes with two answers, and one featured a Georgian skull. To start with, this favorite ring is over 200 years old and in exquisite condition. It was a 15-carat yellow gold ring with a sterling silver top skull. The skull itself was set with 10 rose-cut diamonds, and the split shoulders of the ring shank were each bezel set with a hot pink ruby. You may have had the thought, um, excuse me, sterling silver? Yep. Back in the time when this ring was made, platinum hadn't been discovered yet, and Georgian-era jewelry designers believed the color of yellow gold would distract from the white stones rather than let them sparkle, hence using the cool colored silver. In the description for this epic skull ring, it is mentioned that in the Georgian era, it was common for people to melt down their jewelry and then use the raw materials to remake pieces in whatever the more current style happened to be. So it's rare to see a Georgian piece survive to present day, if you think about it. Multiple generations of people had to see the beauty and the appeal of the piece and choose to let it continue on. And I'm so glad they did. This ring is amazing. If you follow the listing link in this episode's bibliography, you can see pictures for yourself. Hopefully this ring is being enjoyed thoroughly by its new owner. It sold for $3,900. The other answer for the most epic piece, once Joanna told me and sent me a picture, I was like, oh yes, I remember that ring. Because see, one of my favorite things to do when I go to browse my favorite Etsy shops is to immediately go and sort the listings from high to low. (laughs) Don't judge me. I like to start my perusing with the fanciest of the fancy to start. And for a long time, whenever you went to the Dear Rose with Love page and sorted high to low, this ring was sitting pretty in the number one spot. And it definitely deserved to be there. I've never seen a ring like it before. And for Joanna, someone who looks at antique and vintage jewelry for a living, for her to say it was the most epic piece, I believe her. I'll go ahead and quote her item description for this ring verbatim. It's lengthy, but I cannot describe the ring any better than she does. So here we go. It starts, quote, A beautiful, solid, 18-carat, yellow-gold antique ring made in the late Georgian era. A stunning, rare design that we have never seen before. This ring is set with a clustering sparkle of rose-cut diamonds with a gallery carved to look like water lilies, and on each shoulder there is a tiny engraved leaping frog. The diamonds shimmer and look like pools of water that the little frogs are getting ready to leap into, a miniature diorama scene. This ring truly displays the elegance and highly detailed craftsmanship that we all crave in a Georgian piece, end quote. Indeed, this ring is a masterpiece of fantasy and beauty. 
There are seven diamonds in all for an estimated total of a little over three quarters of a carat, but it's impossible to know for sure as the diamonds are closed back and can only be measured on the visible surface. I really, really hope this ring has gone on to be cherished and loved and perhaps used as a wonderful engagement ring or to commemorate a special event. It has found a new owner. Dear Rose with Love sold the lily pad ring for a little over $4,000. For all these larger-than-life, impressively one-of-a-kind rings, there was one ring Dear Rose with Love sold that didn't even make it to an Etsy listing. That's something the shop does a lot that I really like. They offer direct-to-customer Instagram-only specials. The jewelry is posted on the grid or on stories, and you send a direct message if you want to snatch it up before the listing goes live on Etsy which can be really beneficial to everyone since Etsy stacks fees all around. And one day in 2018, while my child was taking a nap, I was resting on the couch and opened Instagram to engage in a little bit of escapism. Joanna had just recently posted up an Instagram story with a new ring she had found. I'm not sure it had even been professionally cleaned yet. She was holding it up outside in the light of her backyard, and it was a black star sapphire in a spiked halo setting in yellow gold. When Joanna featured the black star sapphire ring on her Instagram stories, she described the stone carefully, as it actually had a significant piece of damage to the back of the cabochon. There's a big chip. Joanna talked about this dark stone that was set so elegantly in this ring, and even though it was damaged, the golden star inside it shone so brightly in the sunshine, and the damage of the stone was invisible to the part of the ring that faced the world, and indeed the stone was safe and secure in its setting. I immediately personified myself into this ring. I had felt dark and broken after a very difficult pregnancy and even more dangerous birth of my daughter, but now, 10 months into motherhood, I was feeling my own golden star starting to shine again, and indeed, I felt very safe in my surroundings and wanted to show the world my strength and beauty facing outwards. I messaged Joanna immediately and asked her to send me an invoice. I didn't even ask how much it cost. I texted my husband at his work and it felt so divine that I explained why I wanted to own this ring and he wrote back right away, absolutely, buy it. <laughs> In May 2018, I celebrated my first Mother's Day with my black star sapphire on my finger and that ring remains one of the most treasured pieces in my jewelry box. My daughter is four and a half now, and she loves taking the ring into the sun and catching the star. She is slowly learning to say the word asterism. <laughs> Wearing that ring nonstop for almost a year after I got it was really a big piece of sort of putting on my confidence every morning to go out and be the best I could be in my new stay-at-home mom life I was learning to navigate. For bringing that confidence and sense of self-worth into my life via a beautiful, damaged, but unbroken gemstone, I will be forever grateful to Dear Rose with Love.
if you go and follow Dear Rose with Love on Instagram, which I highly recommend you do, you'll be treated to all of the magnificent imagery and delicate and unique antique and vintage finds. These pieces are each one of a kind. Once they're gone, you might not ever see them again. You also might get treated to the the behind-the-scenes life of Joanna and David and their adorable baby boy. They also have two horses. Luna is a six-year-old rescue born with a deformed leg and Ben, a so-tall and handsome horse of 16 years. And they also have three dogs who sometimes sneak into the jewelry photos. This shop has meant so much to me over the years, and I'm really glad Joanna agreed to let me feature them. I have received no payment or anything like that for this episode. The Jiska episodes will never be for sale. I simply want to spread information and joy and tell y'all about this shop and these wonderful people who love jewelry, history, and craftsmanship and animals, and they believe in being straightforward and honest. I want to close out this episode with a quote from Joanna herself. I found it on a May 28, 2021 Instagram post about her own wedding ring. Joanna wrote, quote, This diamond is beautiful to me. She's old, has natural inclusions, and isn't perfectly white. In diamond grades, she probably wouldn't score high. Does it matter? Absolutely not. She's not perfect. Who really is? Let this beautiful diamond serve as a reminder to you that society's perfection doesn't always equal beautiful. Beauty is in the raw, the natural, the imperfect, the things that make us smile. Beauty is unique. And just like every gemstone out there, every single person is unique. Unique equals beautiful. That's all for this episode of Tea and Gemstones. If you have purchased a beloved piece from Dear Rose with Love or have a story to share about the store, please let me know on Instagram. You can find me at Tea and Gemstones. If you loved this episode and are already sad about having to wait two weeks for another, consider checking out the show's Patreon page. For about the price of a latte, you get an exclusive episode found nowhere else every month. There's a link in the episode notes, as well as a link to the website, which has every episode's bibliography. Our theme song is by Joseph McDade, with additional music work by Audionautics. Okay, everyone, it has been really fun hanging out with you. I've been your host, Jen. Until next time, stay sparkly.